Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Your Voice Just Got Social podcast. We talk about business and how they can use social media for their success. Without further ado, let's get social. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, these things are becoming the ABC, the NBC, the big networks of the future. How are you going to actively engage your audience? It's all about building trust, really. Just building trust with your audience. You have to get social. I mean, seriously, people just want to advertise. Social media is about being social. Be social. Add value. Hello, everybody. This is episode number one of the Your Voice Just Got Social podcast. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Paul Shenick. Paul is the founder of Kicks Clothing, a custom clothing company here in Syracuse, New York. Paul, introduce yourself, brother. Hey, guys. This is Paul here. <laughs> uh, yes, I uh, started my own my own business called Kicks Clothing. Um, I started, do you want me to get into it a little bit? Yeah, yeah, jump into it, jump into it. So, I mean, Nick and I both went to the same high school. We went to West Tennessee right here in Syracuse, New York. And uh, growing up as a kid, I had always loved a couple things, and that was the sport of baseball and art. And uh, so graduating high school, I had a great opportunity. I went to uh, college in Rochester, New York, in a college called RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology, where I was able to continue to play baseball. And I started off in graphic design and then moved into industrial design. They're very similar. Um, You're dealing with, you know, it's in the art field. And I had a great opportunity my junior year uh, at RIT in 2007 to intern at Reebok Footwear for a little while. And... uh, down in Massachusetts, where they're located, I was also able to land uh, a little uh, play where I was able to play a little baseball down there. And um, I actually played, and uh, um, while I was down there, it was really cool. Um, I learned a lot at the internship with Reebok. And uh, at one of my baseball games, my uncle took this great photo. I know you guys can't see it, but I had a really high leg kick as a baseball pitcher. Nice. And when I saw the photo, I was like, I'm going to do something with that. And um, after finishing my internship, I went back to finish my my senior year at RIT. And um, I didn't do too much with the photograph, but I knew I was going to possibly do something with it after school. And... Uh, so, you know, I was really hoping to get back into Reebok um, and work there because it was just a great opportunity. I did a lot. Uh, I worked in some of their equipment line. I was designing and doing some cool things. That's but cool. It, 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 didn't quite, it didn't quite work out at the time. Um, so there wasn't really any opportunities for a junior-level designer at that, at that time in 2008. So um, I ended up uh, just eventually interviewing in a few places around in Massachusetts, New York City. Nothing really nothing really panned out for me. So uh, 
I ended up getting a, just a just a, a job. I worked with my cousin. I was doing actually fire sprinkler uh, installation. I actually worked in some of these buildings <laughs> around. Right. Yeah, downtown Syracuse. I'm very familiar. Oh, wow. And um, on the side, I started. I took this logo that I created of my uh, my image, the high the highlight kick of the baseball pitcher, which was me, and I started putting it out there. I put it. Um, it was everywhere. Like literally, when when I was in high school, I I was friends with his his younger brother Kevin. He's a little younger than me, but everybody in our school was wearing this this kicks logo on their on like it was everywhere. Yeah, and we were like, what the hell is this thing? But it was look it looked awesome. Like, yeah, I just kind of created it. So it was something that I did after I got home from work. It was just like I'd go down and my parents. It's the typical story. You go in you know the basement and you start like doing things. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know how to print a T-shirt to be honest. Um, so I was experimenting with like your very basic, you know, iron-on transfers, and just went from there. And like just like you said, my brother Kevin. He kind of started bringing interest, and you know, I got into the schools and got into with some of his friends and people. Yes, yeah, I remember getting messages because Facebook was the big uh, thing, the big uh, yeah on, right. on social media at the time. What, what, what year was this? This was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay. That was. I mean, Twitter was starting to pick up, but everybody, even yeah. younger kids, were on Facebook, and so like I. And I still run it. I ran a group um, and just, you know, started building up the hype from there. Yeah. And just got kids at the school to start wearing stuff. I actually created a small group of kids that I've said, I'm going to make you guys whatever you want. Yeah. Just wear it in school. <laughs> and other kids wanted it. <laughs> and that's kind of how it grew from there. Um I took the leap of going full-time in 2011 when I had a cool opportunity to go down to a, a sign shop slash shirt shop in, in Solve, um, uh, which is close to the New York State Fairgrounds. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I walked in. I talked to this guy. He, Him and his wife had started this sign shop. Um, and they kind of had shut the doors for like half a year or something like that. And then I, he was kind of, I guess, selling some things. So my friend said, you should go check it out. So I did. And I told him my story. He's like, you know what? Maybe you could come down here and work in my space. And since no one's really down here and you can help us out with the sign business, which they had kind of started. And you can kind of, you know, do your shirt thing. And that's what I did. I said, all right. And so... I moved down there. Um, it was definitely, <laughs> it's always challenging, but it was definitely, yeah. you know, I put everything I pretty much had into it. Yeah. You know, Money-wise, I just, you know, my brother and I just got an apartment together, so <laughs> it's just like trying to balance that. And, um, yeah, just went from there. And the first year was definitely, I mean, every year is kind of a different challenge, but now that I look back at it, it was like, how did I even make it? Right, right. <laughs> um, I, we didn't even have internet down there. Um, I eventually got internet. A year later, the landlord let me use the Wi-Fi. So I was rushing back to my, I was rushing back to my apartment using, because fa- the, all these kids were on Facebook. It was crazy for that year, 2010 to 11, and then all of a sudden it was weird. 11, 2011, 2012, a lot of like these 
crazy fans were disappearing. And I think what happened was, you know, the parents were getting on Facebook, so they transitioned over to other things mm-hmm. and Twitter. You know, because if I look at my brother, a lot of his friends went on Twitter and... So I kept, you know, connecting and, you know, it was weird, like, then Instagram came around and that was the big thing. And I didn't even have a smartphone until, like, a couple years ago. So, yeah, it was like, I was working with a couple people, uh, this one girl, and she had a phone and she's like, you got to check out this Instagram. It's crazy. Like, I'm connecting with people across the country and, you know, getting orders. And it was like, what? What is this? And I didn't really... I didn't really believe it until I actually like could see it for myself and so I I actually before I even got a smartphone I found this it was a uh, it's called blue stacks and was actually an app simulator for your laptop where I could actually pull up Instagram on my laptop and start using using the app that way. That's awesome. And another big app that was these kids were using, I don't use it as, it was the Kick Messenger, so I would get all these. And from there, it was just crazy. You get orders through, like, the Kick Messenger? I would. What? Well, it was... (laughs) It's wild. I, 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 I... you look at these different time frames, and it was just like, I would say Instagram was hottest at around 2012 to 14 in that range. All these kids, that's where they were. They were right on there. And so I was doing all these giveaways because I, I still am giving away. Right. <laughs> just, right. Like, uh, just like Gary Vanderchuk talks about. Right. He, you know, gives all this stuff away and hopefully maybe... Right. Uh, at 5149. Yeah, right. or guilting people. Jab, what, jab, jab, right. Yeah, and and I totally agree with it because uh, how else are you going to get your stuff out there and it's just kind of like, all right, well, I got to advertise some way and you know if I'm going to spend you know a couple dollars on a t-shirt my best advertisement are these kids because they're going to wear it all the time yeah yeah and yeah you know uh, I started that in 2014 it was an interesting year because I almost lost the business and because I was basically at that time the guy I was working with at the sign shop he him and him and his son wanted to get into the e-cigarette business which was what they wanted to do and mm-hmm. ultimately I got kicked out of the, the, the shop, shop that I was located and you know what I wasn't it was kind of like oh it kind of stunk but I was like you know what on to I, I wasn't going to be working with these guys forever I knew I wanted right. to do what I wanted to do and they were going to do what they wanted to do so it was I think ultimately the best for everybody. Um, so that like pushed you and challenged you to kind of help your Yeah, team? I mean, ultimately I was left back at almost not necessarily where I was started, but I went back to my parents' house, had at least the equipment that I needed because I had learned all that stuff. I taught myself a lot. I mean, they showed me a few things, but ultimately I was experimenting uh, by myself. Right. Um, and... I just kept going. It was tough because I I was like, uh, you know, should I stick with this or should I just get another, you know, look to find another job? And then so there was a one to two week gap or area where I was just like, uh. But ultimately, I think what led me to kept going was where it all started with the kids. 
right at the time there was a big basketball tournament happening or that was going to happen um, at Washington High School and it was a three on three tournament and all these kids started messaging me like oh we need these shirts for our team and that just kept giving me orders to keep going and you know it just drove me to say all right I got to keep doing this and it was kind of it kind of stunk in the beginning because it was like uh, you know I'm having people come over to my parents house to pick up stuff we had a dog at the time and it was just like uh, but I was able to just keep it going for a couple months and I was able to build up enough money and then find an office space not too far from where I live, right over by West Hill High School. And that's where I've been ever since. And I'm glad that I stuck with it because I think I kept pushing uh, with Instagram because I was like, you know what? There's got to be a way to connect with these people. There's all these people on Instagram. It's a lot more open than, say, Facebook was. And... So I started doing these giveaways, free edits. I was doing these edits where I was taking, so that's the the concept that makes me unique is I take images mainly of sports, of these, you know, different kids, any sport, and I'll outline it and turn it into their own custom silhouette. It's a detailed silhouette, and I'll print it on different pieces of apparel. So what I did is I started looking more and more into Instagram at the hashtag. And I was, I started off, I'm a baseball guy, I'll always be a baseball guy. So one of the big ones I started off looking at was Cooperstown. Because a lot of these kids go down to Cooperstown, they have this, it's called Dreams Park. There's a couple different complexes, but the big one's Dreams Park. And they go down there and there's kids from across the country, right, 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 you know, a couple hours away from here, Cooperstown, New York. And these kids play for like a week. And so I was finding all these kids. They had images of them swinging a baseball bat or pitching a baseball. So what I would do is I'd take their photo and I would create their silhouette. I'd do a little edit and I'd either put it on my Instagram or I'd send them a direct message and say, hey, look, I could put this on apparel, you know, maybe if you might be interested. Right. Some kids showed some interest. And honestly, I got one organization down in New Jersey. They This is the first one that... Like, first word you ever got? No, this is a long time after that. Long time after that. But this is where it started to really grow, Grow. like, where I'm shipping out things. Right. uh, I know I'm jumping all over really fast. Uh, But I got connected with this kid and his mom, actually, that uh, play in this organization. It's called the New Jersey Diamond Jacks. They're part of uh, a big... Uh, complex down in Jersey called the Diamond Nation Complex, and they they love the concept, and they're like, yeah. we want to order this for our entire team. Right. And that, I mean, that was what I was looking for. I'm like, yeah, not that it always happens that way, um, but from there, it was just like, all right, this is music to my ears, and you know, from there, it's I I do. I do giveaways every day now. I run these contests where people, kids will send me their sport images, any sport, you know, from baseball to football to cheerleading to horseback riding. It's like really personal to like the people, the kids too, you know? Yeah, it's... it's, like on their recently what I've kind of, my catchphrase, I've kind of, I've, I've been putting it out there more as... Kicks, kicks custom, making your memories into something more. Because I think that's really what it is. It's yeah. it's right. making a memory come to life, but in a unique, different way, mm-hmm. and something kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
I, just how I wanted. I created this originally for myself because I I like the Jordan brand. You know, he was yeah. the ultimate icon. He still is. Um, and so I'm like, I want to have my own logo. I want to have my own silhouette. Yeah. And you know, why wouldn't other kids think that's cool and want to have their own thing? Mm-hmm. So. It's true. I mean, so I do these giveaways every day now, and I've been doing them for like two years straight, um, maybe a little longer, where I'll do one photograph versus another photograph, and whoever gets the most likes wins. And that's, it pulls in followers. Right. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a mental game because, you know, Everyone, all these kids want stuff for free, da da da, da and so it's like, uh, you know, eventually you want to lead, make it lead to orders, but hopefully, I think, I changed my account to basically mainly these contests and just, just to kind of just, I don't want it to, I don't want to push on people. I do, but I don't. Right. I, I like that strategy of giving things away and kind of hopefully leading to it'll lead to business down the road. Right. Because it was exactly how I did it here. Um, you know, I gave things away and eventually it led to business. And, you know, I'm huge in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. These <laughs> kids love it. And I've, you know, given away a ton. These kids, oh, there's so many of these kids in this middle school who've won. Yeah. Um, and slowly, I think I've gotten a few orders from it. You know, it's tough. The other challenge is it's just everybody, uh, there's just thousands of people that make T-shirts. Right. So even if I offer a unique concept, why is someone from Dartmouth, Massachusetts, or, you know, San Francisco, California, you know, anywhere right. going to want to come to me for shirts? Right. So it's it's definitely an interesting, interesting, interesting uh, game. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's not everything, but yeah. hopefully that gives an idea a little bit. That's awesome. To, to Ooh, I, th- I think, uh, like, for, I, I just have a question now, because, like, just the business side is what's interesting to me. And I'm thinking, like, what is that like for you, being, like, be, like running this business now um, of Kicks Clothing? Um, like, because you're, like, you come the creative background, the design, everything. Yeah. What's that like? Like, like because you got that side of your brain, the creative that you're, like, running on yeah. and then switching to the business side. What's that like for you? I think it's just something, ultimately, that you just kind of have to learn. Um, I think any great business, you know, they got into it because they were passionate about what, what they do. And they just learned the business from there. And that's... Ultimately, I think beyond that, ultimately, I think I'd love to just do the artwork, but the business stuff I have to do. So it's pricing. You have to figure out, you know, from the vendors and my and my suppliers, you know, what I can get it for, how much it's going to cost to print it. And then, you, you know, have to look at the profit margins and all that right. stuff. So, I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of learning. But I think now more than ever, anyone can do it because of the power of the Internet. Like you have the access, the internet is such a powerful tool. You have access to everything and anything like that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the business side is definitely challenging, but I guess I it's it's like a it's you're just, up for the challenge. Just gotta, you just you yeah. just do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, learn learn from there. Yeah, definitely. Tyler, uh, you got some questions over there. Yeah. Um, we, we pulled in questions from social media. Okay. And uh, 
He's going to ask him, and we can just kind of riff off that. Got another one too. In. We're getting a bunch. <laughs> Snapchat and Twitter, right. everywhere. Right, hold, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Kick, kicks clothing. It's just at kicks clothing everywhere. Pretty much kicks clothing at, at Twitter at kicks clothing Instagram and Snapchat too. It's, yeah. it's kicks clothing. Try to keep it all consistent. Like all right, solid. Yeah. Go follow them, everybody. You listeners out there. All right, Tyler. All right, so the first one's from Brian Hart on Facebook, and he asked, what was your biggest motivational factor in starting out your business? I think it was just the biggest, and by the way, I, I believe Brian's a Western cigarette. I think yep. he yeah, got he some uh, snowboarding Represent. stuff and, and soccer. Go. I remember all these kids, trust me. <laughs> it's, it's, um, he knows you. <laughs> the biggest thing it was, it started, the biggest motivation was, it was how cool was it? The, uh, initially, I created something for myself, and other people started saying, oh, I want something like that. And when my brother would come home from school and have, like, a list, I would make an order sheet, and he would just have the list of different orders. I think that was the, – the excitement of of all these kids was my biggest initial motive, uh, yeah. you know, motivation to, to, to create this and keep it going. What was that first person who, like – who like said yes the first person he was a former teammate of mine at RIT for on the baseball team his name is Charles Yarrington um he messaged me uh on Facebook probably back in 2008 or 9 and said hey man because I that's where I started I put some templates up just my kicker logo yeah and he's like I'll buy a shirt I'm like, okay, That's here awesome. we go. That's awesome. Here we go. And the first shirt was very crappy. I, and a lot of my initial <laughs> shirts were not the greatest of quality just because of the print was the iron-on stuff. Um, but you can't let that hinder you. From, there was There's always times where you're like, oh, this isn't the greatest. You compare yourself to other things. You look at other pieces of apparel and right. you say, oh, look at what they're doing. But ultimately, you got to just keep going and figuring it out. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, somebody, a mentor of mine said, like, don't let your uh, or everybody else's, don't compare yourself to everybody else's highlight reel, right? Because, like, everyone else has had their crap. Yeah. It's it's, it's human nature to look at other things. I mean, I could look at, but I also like looking at stories of how a company started because that grounds you. And it's just like, just like you said, everybody started from somewhere. I love looking, you know, for example, Under Armour. If you look at their very early logo, it's a lot different than what it was now. The types of shirts they were doing, but you got to start somewhere and just evolve. And yeah. it's, you know, that's. I always like to look back. Right. And connecting the dots and stuff. Yeah. Well, definitely. Speaking of mentors too, uh, I just got a question like five minutes ago, and he asked Chris Harrigan on Facebook, "What was the first thing uh, your mentor taught you?" Um, I'm trying to think of, I mean, if I was going to say, I'm trying to think of who would be some of my mentors or along the way, because I mean, I've done a lot of this on my own. Um, you know, if I was to look back at the first shop that I was at in Solvay in 2011, I would, I, the, the owner, his name, his name is Jason Britton. Um, and as far as teaching me, I mean, he kind of brought me in in the shop, and he kind of, uh, I, I guess, he taught me how to use some of the programs on the computer. It's as, as over business wise. I mean, I kind of had to learn a lot of the business on my own. But um, 
one of the cool things he did kind of show me is how to translate the artwork and how to set up the artwork for print yeah. as far as printing it on a t-shirt which was actually an eye opener to me I'm like wow this is this is how that kind of works because I didn't really the, the method I was using before I was cutting everything out by hand before right um, then I was introduced to some machines <laughs> sped up the time a lot so I mean he opened my eyes to this it, the machine I use currently one of the ways I print it is called it's a vinyl cutter and he opened my eyes up to that I actually had bought one but I didn't know how to use it <laughs> and so initially that's why I went even down to the shop in Salve was to learn that machine so that was definitely one thing that he did kind of initially teach me was how to use this this machine that ultimately saved me a bunch of time and opened my eyes up to what how printing worked that's wild cool I think mentor for me uh, probably Justin Fatika a good friend of mine he runs Hard as Nails Ministry and I think like one of the greatest things that he taught me was authenticity and that was something that like you know, people on the podcast, if you don't know, I used to run a nonprofit anti-bullying organization called Stop Date Spread the Hope, and I did that for six years, and, like, everything that I did, like, it was speaking at high schools for motivating kids to just know that things are going to get better, know that things are going to be okay, and uh, Justin pushing me to be authentic in all that I was doing uh, really helped me bring, like, just better, you know, better resources to those kids that I was speaking to, like, because I don't think if I was authentic with myself, my life, um, or being able to share that with people courageously, like, it, it wouldn't have really been of value to anybody. But And I think, like, it's helped me also, like, now that it's been transitioning out of Stop the Hate, like, it sucked. Like, the first couple of years of, shoot, like, Stop the Hate's not going to, like, work out for me long term. I was, like, it was, like, a really weird... Like, I mean, my friend Ryan is sitting here right here next to me, and he's seen me, like, the past two years. Like, I've been kind of like, what the hell am I doing? And I have no idea. But, like, I really have passion to do something for myself. Mm -hmm. Very similar to you, Paul. And, like, you know, it's just like those where you were in that period. I didn't even know about that, right, where you almost, like, weren't going to do the business, but then you just kept going and figured it out. And I think that... um, that for me I've learned that over the past few years from you know my mentor Justin really helping me learn how to be authentic with myself and know like okay like this is like I really do love business I really want to do something for myself I don't you know want to just go work for a job or go get a degree and like put myself in debt I want to just work really hard and do something that I love and I know that so like I have I just had to drive at that so I think like that's that's like a good thing that my mentor taught me was just like be real with yourself yeah be be authentic and like do something that you love and just go after it yeah 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 what do you got Tyler next question is uh, Alex Gabriel on Facebook and he said uh, did uh, your family help or hinder uh, you on your journey throughout like your journey to to the businesses I started I honestly that the business was my idea it wasn't like I came into a family business or anything like that and you know what my 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 family's been supportive but it's not like they're handing me you know thousand dollar checks all the money has come from me but but beyond that just a, a supportive family is one of the most greatest things that you can ever have and not necessarily support and monetary wise just being there 
knowing that they're there anyways. Um, so uh, obviously the the concept of an entrepreneur or a business person, most people look at you and are you crazy? What are you nuts? My parents were like, you know, why did you go to school and get this degree when you could mean, not go get a great job? And, you know, why are you doing this? And they're still going to be like that. Um, but to me, it was always... If I'm going to do something, why not do something that I kind of created, do it on my terms? Um, so it is definitely a challenge because the family is definitely supportive of what I do. Um, but they're not all doing something like what I do. Um, so, uh, yeah, the it's, it's a mixed bag. Um, mentally... <laughs> It's just your mind's going all over the place. Uh, but ultimately, you just got to stay focused. Um, and so if you have a true passion, if you have a true goal where you, or a vision of where you want to be, you can't let yeah. anyone, anything that anyone's saying I stop like sometimes you. Sometimes, like, I was, like, noticed, like, my mom or something, like, like, my mom at least, like, they think, like, I'm crazy. And then at some thing, at some, like, some points, like, they're like, oh, wow, cool. But that's a great idea. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, where, where do I? <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's hard, but. Especially your family. Yeah. And you're, th- those people, the people that love you the most, you know, they're going to say it to you. But, mm. you know, at the end of the day, you have to live your life. Right. And, yeah. you know, I think about this a lot. You know, we're only going to live on this world and in this world so long, so for so long. So, I mean, the reality is, you know, either you go work for someone else or you go do what you want to do. But uh, ultimately, hopefully, even, even if working for someone else makes you happy. Yeah. 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 For me, it's just I want to do right. something that does make me happy. Absolutely. And this does. Absolutely. And I'm not going to let it go. And it's kind of it's it's. It's a battle. It's almost like a disease. People will call you know that, but uh, I'm proud of what I'm doing. I know deep down my family is too. They're they're supportive in any way, shape, or form. You know, um, and I appreciate that. It's it's helped me. You know, whether it's giving me a meal yeah. or a place to sleep, um, all those things they yeah. make a difference. So yeah, and I mean you got to do it. I mean you never know like when you put out what you love and you create that, like, how far those, like, ripple effects are going to go. Because, like, how many people are wearing your, like, you know, your high-kick logo or their, like, version There's of it, There's a lot right? of, it's, lot out there, yeah. It's awesome. And just, like, you and your story, right? Like, you're sharing it here. Like, how I met you was I was in high school and you came in during, like, a career day thing on a That's panel, right. right? Yeah. It's, like, you and Brian Simmons and, like, That's right. all yeah. these people. I was, like, and, like, ever since then, I've reached out to you. That's how I learned about kicks. Yeah. Well, besides all the logo being everywhere, but, like, you know, connected with you. And, like, I think you've been a, like, true inspiration to me here in Syracuse of, like, just perseverance and entrepreneurship mm-hmm. like I've seen a lot in you and and that's really encouraged me to keep going it's like dude you gotta just you just gotta keep working you just gotta keep working yeah. and that's I've learned that a lot from you and I think like um, you know you just never know how far you, that ripple effect will go um, when you just do what you love for me and my family I think uh, I with Stop the Spread the Hope my mom was kind of like a, a partner in, and she was like the treasurer mm-hmm. um, of the organization. 
that was hard. It was really hard. Uh, Mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. You are amazing. <laughs> like, she, she like, was phenomenal. I mean, like, literally, Stop Date, Spread the Hope would not have been what it was if it was not for the partnership of my mom. She was, like, so supportive and so invested um, that it was unreal. But, I mean, like, obviously, I got her son, um, and she, like, loved helping me out. And she taught me a lot. For sure, there were struggles in that. If I mean, if this question is pointing towards, I'm not sure if it's pointing towards like family working with you. In that case, I have that experience, and it's like it's hard at times because it made the struggle of like, okay, if we were having just a struggle with me being our kid and like her being my mom, and that would filter into like us running the organization, you know that that wouldn't that wouldn't help. But then again, you know, if it was something that was bad in business, maybe it would filter into the personal life. And I was like, I just want my mom, not a business partner. That was tough. <laughs> but overall, like, she was, like, the number one, like, you know, champion of Stop They Spread the Hope. You know, she helped out so much. And, you know, the support was incredible. And then I think, you know, next to that would be right now, my fiance Christina is, like, freaking, she's, like, the top dog of, like, anything that I'm ever going to do. You know, I told this to Tyler you know, sitting in here, like, anything that I ever am going to do, like, she's ten times better than that. I'm not just saying this, Christina, so that you, like, you like me, you know, she's probably <laughs> listening, and she's, like, you know, excited about this or whatever. No, it's, like, true, like, literally ten times better at anything I do, and she just pushes me to do better, and she's supportive, like, me sitting here on a Sunday afternoon where we should be hanging out. We haven't watched the season family, Bachelor in Paradise, and she got me addicted to that show, and we could be watching that, right? But, you know, you no, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here because she supports she supports me and she like really encourages me so that's a huge help again like having a family who supports you so um, yeah I think that's my answer to the question love you Christina what's the next question let's jump out let's get the let's get out of the fluff <laughs> <laughs> right, um, uh, from at the land geek on twitter how do I build a personal brand from nothing if I'm trying to start off he uh, basically, if, if got to hustle. Yeah, you gotta go out. You gotta do. You gotta. Well, for me, for example, you know, I created my own mark, my own logo, um, and put that out there. I branded everything, every T-shirt, every sweatshirt. For the most part, I put my logo on there, um, and take advantage of the internet, like. Um, you know, connect. Also, you know, connect with mentors, people that maybe you you see they're doing something that you know you could see yourself doing, and you know, reach out to them and say, "How'd you get there? What did you do to start?" And then it's just just like you said, it's hustling. You gotta just figure it out, put it out there. Um, yeah. So for me, it was just branding. It was marking everything. It was looking at, for example, Nike and saying, oh, the swoosh is everywhere. I'm yeah. going to put my logo everywhere because then people know where yeah. it comes from. Yeah, it's like what Gary Vee is talking about. You, like, reverse engineer what, like, like what Nike was doing to figure out, like, how do you, you know, get your stuff out there just like that, and you just, you just do that. Yeah, and I mean, these kids, I want a kick shirt. It's not just any shirt. It's my, you know, there's some, there's thousands of companies out there that print shirts, but I've kind of branded it. I, I see my business as kind of a branded print shop in a sense, so I put my logo out there. So, yeah, I think you just got to, if you're going to start from nothing, you got to 
it initially create something and, and go from there and just push, push, push. And if you're in the business like mine, of branding, of printing shirts, you know, I think I did a pretty good job and hopefully, you know, I continued to, to do the same thing. Yeah. And I think like my answer would be just like content. I, I really believe that that is going to be how you brand yourself. I think like for six years of me doing Stop Date Spread the Hope, you know, it was a lot of videos of anti-bullying stuff that we would put out or I would go and speak and I became the anti-bullying guy. You know, and it was like that's that's what built my brand of Nick Longo Stop Dates for the Hope, and um, you know, you just you have to put out good stuff, and um, you know, I think like right now, like Paul said, like the advantage of the internet, just get out there and put your face on something. Like if you love anything, do that, and then talk about it like crazy. There, there's definitely people out there who will listen to you. You know, um, I would say like. A f- like just a hack like put you know do your video whatever whatever you want to do video podcast you want to write a blog do those things and then what you need to do is maybe go on to like Facebook groups find every group related to whatever you're trying to do and post in there something don't, don't like just post your video like hey here's my video say like I don't know here, like here's an interesting example for my Snapchat to build my Snapchat brand um at nlongo33, what I would do was I'd go on everything that was Snapchat-related that was a group on Facebook, and I would say, like, hey, everybody, like, if you want to see funny things that, you know, I sometimes do animated stuff <laughs> on Snapchat, you know, Paul, I know you've seen these probably. You, well, I, I'll just jump in quick. You posted a few of these, and actually it got reported. Some lady reported you. What? She reported no you as, way. like, spam oh my because God. she thought it was, uh, yeah. Who is this lady? I'm not going to tell you who it is. She's a I good customer, my, customer give her a high of mine, five. and she, she's like, what is this? That's she hum- reported it. That's But, hum- I mean, I do not disagree with you. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's hilarious. I no, saw it. I'm like, what is this? I love that. It's so funny. How did you find out? Did she tell you? It, I got notified on Facebook. It, it said uh, spam. Oh, that they uh, reported me in yeah, a Facebook this, yeah. group? Yeah. Okay. Well, so that. No. Oh, well. I left one of your posts. You got it, you, I took the other one you, down because she. Was. Oh, well, I posted in your group because I'm a jerk. But, no, it's fine. <laughs> no. I, I thought it was, I liked it. I, but. I <laughs> but I would say post into not like spam, but go into Facebook groups. And say something really kind or something nice. Some a friend of mine who does this really well. Maybe I don't do it that well because I get spam blocked. But her name's Virginia uh, Salas Castillo. She's Jeannie can breathe on Snapchat. Huge person on Snapchat. Like tens of thousands of views on her stories every week. And um, what she did is she go into groups and she say, "Hey everybody, I'm dancing around on my Snapchat. Like snap me if you can." Or like. She would say, like, may the snaps ever be in your favor or something like that, yeah. right? And then she'd post a video that she made mashing up of her stories and, like, what you'd see um, just to kind of show – give people, like, like who you are. And I think, like, that's the whole point. Like, you need to get social on social media. Like, if you're going to build a brand, I think you need to engage with your audience and whoever that is. And I think that's where, like, my Snapchat took off when I started to really, like – I would put out, you know, these funny things that I thought were fun – and then people would like respond back and like ask me questions or they'd ask me who I was or like what my life was and I'd, you know, start conversation and I like built 
friendships, right? It was with people on, on Snapchat, but then they'd start to learn about what I was doing. And, you know, that's where business started to come from. Like you start to figure out who these people are and you just kind of build relationships and you go from there. It's just like, it's like what Paul did with all these young kids. He knew them, right? And he'd just like hand out these shirts or whatever. But now you have the internet, you can do it the same exact way, but through the internet, right? But in order to build your brand, you need to, like I said in the beginning, put out great content. So... I think that's something else I was just thinking about because you had mentioned it earlier was being passionate about it, you know. Because I, I, I know you, Nick. I don't, we don't know each other really. But, yeah. Um, I know the Snapchat stuff was something you were doing even before you started trying branding it. Yeah. So it's you know, and obviously the shirts and the brand, like you're really excited about it. It's got to be something like you're excited about, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, something you're passionate about, not something you're just doing out of the blue you know, just to make money or just to build a brand. Right. It has to be, like, something you really enjoy and that you do in your spare time anyways. Yeah. 100%. I agree. And, like, Ryan, right here, my friend. Ryan, what's your Snapchat? Uh, R-K-R-Y-Z 92. R-K-I-Y-Z 92 on Snapchat, people. And let me tell you about Ryan, my friend here, who just happened to come in hang out today. He loves guitar playing, loves playing bass, and, like... Just like him, you know, he's like hustling in his guitar. He loves it, loves it. He's really passionate about it, and now he's putting on Snapchat. He's putting out stories about music. That's what he loves. You know, people, if you love music, jump in his rabbit hole. Listen to his bass. Like seriously, yeah. there you go. Right, <laughs> building his personal brand. If you know Ryan, R, whatever the hell it was, Chris, go back and Chris listen to it. <laughs> you follow that, and there you go. He's building his personal brand right here. Snapchat it's happening. Right. Just put out great content, people. Next. So on, <laughs> just just drop the mic. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart right, drops so the mic. Adam uh, at LSA three one five on Twitter said, uh, "Actually, um, what would you tell your younger self right now, like when you were younger?" Hmm. <sighs> what would I tell my younger self? Um, don't go to college. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, yes. Yeah, because I mean, well, it's a different age now. I mean, with technology, and mainly because you know the amount of money I'm still paying back school school loans. Um, you know, if I didn't have to go, that's why I go back to schools. I try to inform. I try to educate. I try to use Instagram and Snapchat as also an educational tool to hopefully maybe open these kids' eyes up or whoever is watching um, to s- say, wow, this is a local guy just like me or you, and, you know, they're doing their own thing right here or, you know, and, you know, here's how to do it. I never got any of that. I never saw any of that. I never had the technology. Right. I think um, otherwise, yeah, I think beyond don't go to school, I think <laughs> just uh, I tell myself to keep staying passionate and keep working hard and never give up. Keep learning every day, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I probably, you know, echo the same thing of just working hard because I think um, I have two things. Work hard and don't be a dick. Like, <laughs> seriously. Well, don't burn bridges because yeah. people, oh. it'll come back. It will come back. Yeah, seriously. I mean, um, I think that, first of all, I think I might have been a little bit lazier in my younger days. If I had, I think, just hustle a little bit more with actually working to get more speaking gigs or getting uh I don't know, just putting out more content or something like that when I was younger, um, you know, starting Stop Hate, which wasn't a long time ago, right? 
I would have, I think I would have been more successful. And I think also that just comes from, from some of my behaviors when I was a young kid. But I think I've grown up and I've had mentors who have pushed me to, to you know, a different place now where I'm just like really trying to work hard and work hard. And I think that's been a key to success in the past two years now. It's just like figuring out how to really work hard. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. don't be a dick is number two because like, yeah, you're just going to burn bridges. People are going to get pissed off of you. People are going to think you're like a jerk if you just... I don't Just don't try and walk all over people. You know, just be nice to people. Well, and on top of that, you know, I've been watching a lot of Gary Vee lately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the big thing he's, he talks, he's been talking about is how this old school type of mom and pop, you know, he... You know, this word of mouth is now the new way of advertising. You know, mm-hmm. you know, people are saying, don't go to this place because the owner is terrible. And people listen to that. People are going to give you more business because their friend tells their friend. Not that you want to work with all those people. But if, you know, a, 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 you know, a very a, a big person in the PTA or at a school, if they say, oh, they screwed us over. They tell all the other people they're not going to probably want to come come to you for business and they're going to tell other people too it's true it's politics i mean politics is a real thing (laughs) it's like there's there are policies especially in like if you're doing a small business right like we are right here in in town like it's it's gonna get you like if you're not a good neighbor you draw a fine line like there's been some people that just maybe deserve you know, a little bit of something because they're just so annoying. But for the most part, you just, you realize that that's one of, you know, a thousand people. You're not going to deal with that all the time. And you know what, just do what you got to do. And I, I guess also live to your word. If you tell somebody something, you know, live to it and do that. You know, that's, yeah, <laughs> I've dealt with that a few times. Yeah, definitely. What's next, Tyler? So uh, at Ryan31, on Snapchat, um, he asked, um, "Do you make any video content or uh, on different platforms? And like, if so, um, did it help out your uh, company and your business?" I've been using a lot of Snapchat within the last year. I've been um, doing a lot with that. I love Snapchat. How's, how's that work for you? I, I use I use it as kind of and I, I I was just talking with one of our old I don't know if you ever had her uh, Mr. Caesar Mrs. Yeah. Caesar yeah yeah I was talking to her and a couple other um, teachers or parents and I said I I like to use it as an edu- educational tool yeah so the best as far as Snapchat some of my best Snapchats are not are, are me kind of just recording the process of how to make a t-shirt to kind of just show people like yeah. this is how I do it yeah um, then I do a little bit of animations with like you know the, the amount of things you can do with apps now these people are making these little slideshow things yeah. I just did a little animation a couple of days ago with this it transitioned from the photograph of this little kid uh, to the actual the actual uh graphic that I made and then to my logo right and uh, so yeah I'm definitely doing more with video YouTube is I, I want to continue I just did a updated YouTube like mini documentary of kicks with yeah um, I watched that it was pretty cool yeah uh, and I, it's just going back to Gary V again storytelling is huge I think video is huge like it, it, it how cool is it with Snapchat and even now Instagram Live and YouTube 
where you practically feel like you're sitting yeah. with the person. How many people like reach out to you th- through Snapchat and like like follow up on any of the stories you put out? A or? few. I mean, a lot of my followers are like these younger kids. They, mm-hmm. it's hard to like. That's another battle. I'm like, what kind of content am I putting out? Because it's a mix of younger kids and some, you know, middle aged to right. uh, some adults. So are these kids even paying attention to what I do? I don't, you know. Right. But a few, um, and it doesn't matter. I, I, I think it's. I want to continue to use Snapchat and other video type platforms to actually make it feel like people are there. So let me break into this for a second. Do you do most sports stuff, right? Mainly, yeah. Mostly? Okay. What if... This is just an idea that I'm just thinking of. Mm -hmm. What if you did, like, something sports-related, talked about sports, maybe baseball, you like baseball, like, how to do really good in sports or give sports advice and, like, put that out there to those kids because maybe... Like the pitch? Yeah, because maybe those sports kids will start reaching out to you and then you start a conversation that way and be like, hey, do you want... Do you need shirts? Like, do you need shirts for your team? Mm -hmm. I have them. Check them out. And, like, I think maybe that, that might be able to start something more because like they like they like the sports advice you give or something I don't know that could be cool it'd be interesting yeah my, my views on sports <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. Paul like today's Paul's views on everything that happened on Sunday Night Football or something yeah. like I don't know like <laughs> I you know what I'm not I'm I love athletics I think the concept of my one of my brothers loves his sports teams. I think you can get lost in that, and I just don't have time. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like the idea of, you know, being an athlete. It's just uh, for me. It's just my personality. Yeah, like that's what I grew up. I grew up doing sports. So, um, I, otherwise, I think I do try to give advice on business. Of right. things I'm kind of learning. Yeah, I love that. I've loved it. I've I, watched it, and I loved it. I like that. <laughs> I like doing that over, say, putting out ideas on on sports. Right. I, I'm more like I like the business side of me kind of learning and kind of saying, you know, this is what I'm kind of seeing through right. the business that I'm doing. How, you know, interacting with people, like the risks that I'm taking. It's uh, not that I. I mean, I'm going to be 31 years old, right. so, I mean, some people I'm giving advice to on Snapchat because I have some moms and dads on there that are older and some of these younger, who's going to take you serious? So, mm-hmm. but, and who of those kids is going to be the next me or going to mm-hmm. get into that? Yeah, I don't know, but for me, I'm also passionate about that, so that's why I like doing, you know, I yeah. like putting that content out. Yeah, like giving back almost, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. You got any more talk? We are good. Awesome. This has been fun. Paul, your voice just got social, brother. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Today we talked about getting out there and hustling and just starting and doing. You got to go out and do the work. You need to work hard. We also talked about how you can use Facebook groups to really boost your brand and focusing on personal branding for your success. You got to build a brand, people. I want to give a big thank you to Paul Schenick, the founder and CEO at Kicks Clothing, for being on the show this week. And I really want to thank all of you listeners for being here with us on this journey as we begin this new podcast. We hope that this brings more value to you as we grow. We're just starting out. 
And if you liked this one, we'd really appreciate it if you'd give us a review on iTunes. That would really help. And share it with a friend. Thanks so much, everybody. Your voice just got social.